Welcome to AM Best Audio. Good morning. Uh, we have, today we have um, Ram Garg, the CEO of Swan Re, a, uh, in, heavily involved in the brokerage industry. Thanks for meeting with us today, Ram. Um, to get the ball rolling, could, could you please give us your views of where you see cyber security or cyber itself as an insurance class and what your involvement is? Thank you, Rob. Good morning uh, for having me here. Um, so cyber, uh, as you know, is the fastest growing general insurance product uh, in the market current today. Yes. Um, the current premium is about $12 billion globally, which market is expecting to double in next two years. So that's the kind of growth uh, you see growth. in this product. But as the product um, is relatively new in Asia, although, I mean, it's been like five, 10 years, but then it's still the experience is quite uh, new. I mean, experience is low with the product, uh, the buyers, the clients. So the, the cyber insurance in Asia is, is still evolving. Um, most of the wording and coverages are imported from the Western world, yes. in the US and the Europe. Um, there's a lot of, um, lot of um, uh, policy wording issues which are being addressed. Some of them are like war exclusion, which is a big, big topic within the cyber. Um, the market is trying to develop exclusionary wording for cyber globally. Lloyds have come out with some versions and there are, you know, like leading reinsurers like Munichry, they are coming out with their own versions. Um, so the war war risk is most likely to be excluded mm-hmm. going forward. Um, and then you have a critical infrastructure exclusion, which is, um, which is being imposed by the market. So the market is also trying to test what clients are able to accept. So there's a lot of um, um, development in the wording side, the policy wording side. So, so on that, Ram, are you saying there's a good technical understanding from your, uh, your buyers? They actually understand the nature of the product? Or is this um, giving them a good sense of security without fully understanding what their coverage is? So there is, um, I mean, this is quite a big issue within Asia um, um, because the, the, the market behavior, um, uh, I mean, companies in Asia buy insurance more as, uh, you know, somebody is forcing them as like a regulatory requirement or a contractual requirement. Yes. Um, um, the cyber insurance is relatively a complicated product for a layman uh, to understand so um, more often we have seen there is a lack of understanding uh, from the client perspective what they are actually buying in the cyber yes. and they are not able to connect with what perils they are concerned with mm-hmm. so a lot of time we see situation where clients are buying a small limit to test the product and then gradually they can actually understand more about the yep. product and then appreciate it and then once they once they understand it fully they increase their limit they buy more um, coverage protection yep. yeah so, so uh, t- 
to me that's indicating, and I appreciate what you've just shared with us, that there's almost like a maturity curve in understanding how the cyber uh, protection works. And as people understand, there's actually more opportunities both from the buyer, but also from you as the broker and the reinsurer to make sure that people actually are protecting their balance sheets. Is that how it's working from your perspective? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, uh, cyber, although it is growing very fast, but uh, time it takes to uh, convince a client for buying cyber insurance is like, can be six months to one year. So that's the kind of, you know, hard work, um, both side, um, broker and the client side, or even the underwriter side, uh, that goes into the process. We have situation where um, the underwriter will come out with uh, 20 pages of cyber report showing this weakness and you know all that, and then we have to go back to the client and then client um, try to fix some of those problems and then back and forth again we run the cyber risk assessment. Then it doesn't meet the requirement. And then again go to client. So. Um, there's quite technical process uh, in the first time cyber insurance um, buying process. Yes. Obviously, it becomes relatively easy uh, on renewals or um, you know yes. uh, when yep. client buy higher limit. But um, it's quite complicated process at the moment, and I, I believe that um, layman with uh, layman people within the the buyer side, like maybe the CFO, CEO, they. They have, um, they really don't understand the product fully. Yeah, there's, there's. Uh, I think I understand what you're saying about market acceptance and understanding, but the actual, if you like, the detail, it's still a learning curve for many people. Thanks for sharing that with us. I think another one of the things that Swan Re specialises is in terrorism cover. Could you just give us some insights into what's happening in that space? So terrorism and SRCC and PVT. I mean. Um, um, now the people are more talking about SRCC and then the standard terrorism because we have seen upsurge in um, um, conflicts um, um, which which was triggered like you know after COVID there was a um, cost of living crisis or there were like you know uh, we had we had seen uh, in France. Paris, you know, kind of vandalism happened, and now we have the conflict in Israel um, and Hamas, and that actually leading to a lot of uh, uh, protest elsewhere. So there is a there is an aggregation issue, um, and the reinsurance market is actually paying quite a lot, significant amount of losses in these SRCC, and as a result, the price have gone up in the last five years significantly. Customize your data experience. BestLink now offers an interactive company dashboard that provides company-level intelligence in a fast, user-friendly interface featuring interactive tables, charts, and Sparkline performance histories. Customize the dashboard tiles to prioritize the insurer ratings, data, and analytics that best support your workflow. AM Best. Our insight, your advantage. I'm trying to avoid Ram getting into premium pricing, but <laughs> it, it, it's obviously a, a relevant point. And I suppose that just what you shared, both with the cyber and the terrorism, 
how you're finding the, if you like, the, the capital in the reinsurance markets. Is it sustainable with this, if you like, this geopolitical uncertainty? And if you like, growth in those two regions, which, I mean, terrorism's been probably stable for a little bit for a while, to a point, excluding the last couple of years. And also with cyber, you know, there's all sorts of theories underlying that. How are you finding the, you know, the reinsurance capacity and reinsurers still prepared to take on this risk? So cyber is still um, relatively new to the reinsurance market as well, except the, the, the few players who are basically leading this. Um, we have seen uh, increase in some capacity over the last couple of years. Yes. Um, I mean, during the COVID, the capacity was actually reduced significantly as a result of losses um, which were not modeled well before COVID. Mm -hmm. And then um, that resulted price spike, I would say not increase. It was a spike in the price um, just near the end of COVID period. Yes. But then um, this year, um, beginning of this year, we started seeing significant reduction in premium in US and also in Asia as a result of uh, underwriters coming back to write this business and there's a more availability of reinsurance capital behind to right. buy stop loss or um, yes. excess of loss uh, yep. cover for cyber. Um, but. I would say overall the reinsurance market is still learning and uh, there is so much uh, more capital to be deployed in cyber um, if we were to reach the projections of growth what we are talking about like double premium in next two years uh, it will require significant amount of capital yes. but then the rising interest rate um, increase in you know return requirement of capital providers uh, mm -hmm. is causing some hurdle yes okay. um, so the primary so what is happening currently is the primary cyber prices are going down quite rapidly we have seen like 20 30 50 percent re reduction in cyber premium rate but then the reinsurance rates are steady um, because uh, the utilization of reinsurance cap uh, by cyber primary cyber carrier was average like 50 percent so what market is seeing that the primary carriers have actually um, they are able to absorb the the increase in reinsurance costs to some extent but we have to see how long this can sustain yes well you raise a good point and a lot of these things are based on long-term relationships too so there's a now i hear what you're saying do you think this is a, an opportunity for new if you like alternative capital markets to uh, get in, if you like, into the, that um, reinsurance capacity space for terrorism and cyber while it's still in that, if you like, its early days of maturity? Alternative capital, I mean, there is a long tail element involved in cyber. And so for alternative capital providers, uh, there are some discussions on single event kind of cover. Right. Um, that's where probably alternative capital might come in. but. Overall, we see as a rising interest rate, um, the ILS market or the alternative capital market is sort of like more comfortable with the known, well-modeled risk yes. than something cyber, like cyber, which is not modeled and don't have enough experience. So I, uh, I doubt whether the alternative capital market is 
going to be in a big way yeah. supporting cyber. We have seen like Beasley is issuing CAD bond, those, you yeah. know, maybe a smaller level. Different categories. Yeah, yeah. no, no, I, pr I appreciate that. Is there anything else, Ram, that you would like to share with us today? Um, on SRCC um, and uh, PV, uh, I think with the, some geopolitical tension, like in Asia, you have a China-Taiwan issue, and then now there is a Middle East conflict. Yep. Um, um, SRCC terrorism war is a short tail risk, and it's, it's now more volatile. Uh, market is watching. Um, after the Ukraine war, the price went up. We were expecting a little bit flat or softening, but it looks like because of the Middle East... Um, New high level of uncertainty. Yeah, so we may have to live in more hard market for some more time. Right. And we have to see how much um, you know losses actually. Well, I think you shared some confidence with us that there is capacity in the market. So hopefully that can absorb some of these, uh, if you like, these uncertain geopolitical times. Thank you, Ram. That was very informative and insightful. We appreciate that you took the time and the opportunity to share some of your thoughts with us. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you again next year. And thank you. All the thank, best. Thank Cheers, you, Ram, for having me here. Thank you. Looking to get the attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms to do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day, find out more by contacting our Advertising Services Business Development Team at 908-882-1706.